Hi, thank you for tuning in today. This is Greg Ficellia, and this is Next Big Thinker Podcast, Sales and Leadership. Here's the question today, or topic. I, I guess it, it opens up with a question. Each seems that each episode opens with a question. So here's the question. As a sales leader, thinking about leadership and executive or management education, what are what do you think are or what would you say are the areas where you would like to improve the most in the next over the next year, the next twelve months? Pick let's say one one or two areas so what would that be so what I'm trying to do so think about that and while you think about that what I'm I'll share with you my thinking here what I'm trying to do is this I've if you've listened to previous episodes you may recall I have for the last well, since 2010 last seven and a half years hosted uh, or facilitated high-level executive and management education workshops. I, I did not do, I was not an instructor. I brought the instructors to, to Charlotte and leaders from major companies, mid-market through Fortune 500, would send their managers or their leaders to these seminars and I so I got to attend every single seminar and I was exposed to a lot of high-level management and leadership thought leadership which helped me helped my sales career immeasurably and there would be people in the room you know they would have, they would, they represented all different functional roles. Not as many salespeople as I thought I would see over the years, but, you know, they, they, all, all sorts of functional roles typical in a, a company of, say, 250 million or, or more in revenue, the bulk of which were billion dollars plus in revenue so the bulk of our the companies that worked with are fortune 500 tier companies so you know the topics would be specific to those roles and those challenges and challenges that companies of that size face in developing their people but as as a salesperson I there were certain topics that definitely were more helpful to me. They were all helpful, but some were uh, more helpful specifically for uh, developing me as a sales professional. So what I'm referring to are topics, or examples would be topics such as communication, executive presence, Dealing with difficult people, 
we've all had to, as sales professionals, deal with difficult people or situations that made dealing with people difficult. <laughs> These are not necessarily difficult people in a in a in a bad way. That you know what I mean. It could be, like I said, a difficult moment that that was that um, required you to have a level of skill to manage emotions and potential potentially volatile uh, encounters. Nothing major, right? I mean, everybody was professional, but so that was a class. Executive presence, communication, um, strategic thinking, innovative thinking, innovation. Not, not so. As you're hearing me rattle these off, you're probably thinking, oh, "It doesn't have anything to do with sales." Well, it does. As long as you, well, here's how it does. Here's how it does. Here how, here's how it does apply to salesmanship. I'm not going to disagree with you necessarily. If you're a good salesperson, sound in the in sales tactics. Sometimes it's the nuances that you can bring to the meeting that can make a big difference. Okay, so how you deal with people. Um, so even though I have not been a manager in some time, learning and improving my management skills helped me manage people during a sales call. So that's the way I looked at it. I didn't manage a team of people, but I managed I managed uh, the people in, in in different settings. Right? Clearly, they were not direct reports in any way, but I would have to present a professional image and be able to deal with people. Uh, you know, knowing how to deal with people. In a, in a managerial role helped me in a sales role. So I found this sort of training invaluable. Helped me personally, professionally. Uh, a couple other classes. Um, pressure management. That was a great class. How to deal with pressure. Uh, that was a good class. Um, gosh, there's another one now that just slipped my mind. That was really, uh, shoot, wish I could remember it now. But pressure, pressure management was a great one. Um, uh, didn't, ne- never did have a class on presentation skills because that's not something that we offered a class in. None of our... None of our, none of the companies I worked with ever asked for that. So, so the question for you is, going back to the question for you, what, what area, if you were a salesperson, would you want to, what area of your, uh, area of professional or and personal growth would you say are your top one or two priorities over the next twelve months? I want to interview those people 
that can provide you with insights and uh, materials that are going to help you in those areas, but I need to know what they are. I'm going to have to figure out how to make that happen. Um, but what would they be? What would they be? Communication is, is an easy one, right? That's a natural. Pressure management, not so much. I mean, I almost forgot about it, but that was a, such a good class. And uh, I should do a recap of that class on one of the episodes. That was a good one. He is also Dr. Henry, Henry Weisinger. He also taught a class on how to deliver positive criticism. That was a, a great class, highest rated class I had over those seven and a half years, 80, 80 or so seminars. Oh, this was the other one. Coaching for behavioral change, managing your emotions. Huge, right? Huge. So these are some of the topics that I loved and learned a ton from. They're, it's all interpersonal stuff. Everything that you'd learn in those classes would help you in a sales setting. And we would do a six-hour deep dive into each of these topics. It was awesome. Now, you know, the sad thing is that we no longer offer those courses because not enough busy managers could take a day away from work, which was kind of a sad thing. As a sales guy, I could always carve out a day and I would, I would do it now that I know the value that I'd get from these workshops. Um, so I'd love to know what, what your topics, your areas of interest would be. That would be, that'd be, that'd be fun to know. Start to provide some programming around that for you. So first of all, if you would subscribe to the podcast, I'd love it. You can do that on iTunes or any of the other podcast uh, platforms available today. Uh, you can provide a comment or your feedback, I know, through iTunes. I guess it's called, um, what is it, Apple Podcasts? I think is what it's called now. It used to be, uh, I can't remember what it used to be called. Uh, well, I guess it was just called iTunes, but now they've got this separate app for podcasts, Apple Podcasts, I believe. So you can provide a comment there. I'd love to see some of those comments. And I'd love to know how I can help you. Look me up on LinkedIn, linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash Greg Facelia. Spelled G R E G G F, as in Frank A U C E G L I A. Send me a message on LinkedIn. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another episode of Next Big Thinker.